。喂，你今日饮咗未啊？饮 orange juice， 青红萝卜猪骨汤 ，coffee or tea or me？ 饮橙汁，不如试下饮 coffee bubble tea 啦。Welcome and thanks for joining us today on the Coffee Bubble Tea Podcast. Today, I, Joyce, will be your host, and I have with, here with me Samson, Tiffany, Colin, and a special guest. So, our special guest for today is my dear cousin Chloe. Chloe, would you care to introduce yourself? Um, hi, my name is Chloe.、Um, I grew up in Hong Kong, and I came to Canada when I was fourteen to study in a boarding school, and I'm Korean. Currently studying in Grade Ten. So today we're going to be talking about the movie that recently came out, Turning Red.、Uh, this was released in March 2022, directed by Domi Shi. And in this film, it features 13-year-old May, a Chinese Canadian girl growing up in Toronto,、um, who suddenly realizes she has a red panda inside of her, and she turns into this red panda.、Um, When she is emotionally stimulated, and the only way she can kind of come out of this red panda is when she feels relaxed and calm. And this is often when she's thinking about her friends. Turns out that this red panda is、um, is it's it's an in- inheritance. It comes、um, it's through all the females in her. Like her mom, her grandma, her aunts—they all experience this, and they go through a really cool process to to capture this red panda and trap it, and they carry it around in a charm or pendant with them. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Really cool opportunity to watch the movie、um, with my family, and so we gathered for hot pot. And in the afternoon, we put on the film. There was、uh, myself, my cousin Chloe, my mom, my aunt, my brother, his girlfriend, my husband, my daughter, and we just all gathered in the living room and watched it. And by the end of the film, my aunt turned to us and asked us, "Was that your experience growing up?" And none of us could really say, "Yeah, it was."、Um, and and it got me thinking. You know, it's it's great that we're starting to get representation of Chinese Canadians, of Canadian culture,、um, of what it means to grow up with different values from your parents' generation.、Um, but it didn't have to represent everybody, and and I was I was comfortable with that.、Um, but yeah, I think it got us thinking. Like, how can we? Explore a bit more about our relationships with our family, with our parents, because this film really highlighted just the the pressure that May felt to please her parents, and with the strong cultural heritage of filial piety of being Hausun, how do we continue to live that out, but also not lose ourselves in the process? 头先个问题咧，即系你话你 aunt 问你咧 ，I think I wish. We had that conversation when I was growing up.、Mm. Yeah. Can you tell me more? Hmm. Yes. 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 Colin, what do you what do you mean by that? I think it's just that we don't really have that deep level of conversation、mm. in our in in my household. <laughs> so. 
in terms of really wanting to talk about it, you almost have to like dig. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes that may work. Sometimes that might not work. So, yeah. Yeah. My mom is a little bit more open. My dad is a little more reserved. So I think uh, it really depends on the topic. If it's something they want to hear, then we'll continue the conversation. If it's something that they don't want to hear, then they probably won't want to talk about it more. How about yourself, Chloe? Did did do you get to talk about this stuff with your parents? Um, in terms of like feelings and how we feel, like sometimes if I feel like oh, you know, I don't like something, like like for example, for example, my mom did something and I that I don't like, I would like express my feelings towards. Like I'd be like, you know, maybe you should try something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How about yourself, Tiffany? Hmm. 可能因為我們兩姊妹都是女仔 但我就真的其實都真的很會肯去跟她講一些比較內心的東西我覺得整個可能我媽媽那個特色是問我們是不是真的以媽媽那個角色去問我們是不是真的你有什麼想說說我聽一下這樣就是一個朋友的角色所以
Because that was so cringe. Like, I felt like this character was, like, overbearing to the nth degree. And, like, oh, my gosh. Like, there was so much that she did that make me feel so cringe. <laughs> like. I I, 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 when I, I remember that moment. And I don't. Well, I personally have never had that. Like, my parents were not ever like that. But certainly, I think I can certainly see that in, in some parents. Like. A mother would probably, regardless of whatever reaction other people have, would do the utmost for their for their child, that's despite any sort of criticisms <laughs> they may receive. Yeah. So I can totally see how that could play out. Maybe it is exaggerated quite a bit, obviously, for a movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. True. How about yourself, Chloe? What was what what is growing up with your parents like? Um, since I was, like, an only child, right, um, they gave me, like, a lot of attention, um, and because I had eczema, um, my mom had to, like, quit her job when I was young to, like, kind of take care of me. Um, something that I kind of, like, wish for for my parents is that, um, I kind of wish they were more open to newer things. Like, for example, both my parents are pretty traditional, even though my mom's a bit more open. Um, but my dad is like, like, like stuff that's normalized that, uh, stuff that's normalized in my generation right now. Like, for example, I don't know, like dating in high school or that kind of stuff. Um, it's normalized right now, but it wasn't when they were 15. You know, and they would always look at my generation the same as how they looked at theirs. So there's like the same point of view. Mm-hmm. It seems like the, the, the males always seem to be the ones that are more guarding their emotions. Just just mm-hmm. in hearing hearing everyone's like um, stories and sharing. Mm-hmm. I wonder I wonder why that is. That's interesting <laughs> to me. Samson, do you want to enlighten us on that? You saw me smile, right? I never dated in high school, but I dated in Siu Hock. Wow! He was already like a, a guy that was. In, in high school, it was very simple thing. You know, oh, I like you, you know, things like that. And I wish that worked for me. <laughs> Uh, what was the point of your question? I'm getting kingdom. Just how your parents raised you, what they were like, what you were grateful for, what you wished for. Teaching me how to cook. Yeah, not not actually teach, but involving me. was it your mom who cooked or dad? Oh, no, my dad? Your dad cooked. Yeah, and, and it was pretty funny because eventually after, you know, we gradu- uh, graduated and then there there was a period when my dad was in, in Shanghai or somewhere in China and my mom was in Hong Kong. 
and my mom had to cook. She had to sort of learn cooking herself, <laughs> and, and we, we. I try to give good comments. Diana, I don't. I try to give good comments. <laughs> It sounds very effortful. Wow. How about you, Tiff? What were your parents like while you were growing up? Hmm. Just now, I said, "Mom, I just, just, very, very, very friendly." Uh, Daddy, uh, I, I think he is more conservative than me. I think he is actually very conservative. 即系我觉得，死啦！我唔唔知佢会点答我，我唔识点样答翻佢嗰下，因为即系诶，始终爹哋个 figure， 即系佢个 figure 真系好爹哋，所以我谂诶，有啲惊啊，到而家都仲系会有啲位咁样，即系反而妈咪你就会 feel more comfortable 去同佢讲啦。咁亦都可能因为即系诶，即系就算以前诶，妈、呃、咪都系即系佢两个都要翻工啦。咁我哋我同我妹就即系自己。誒、呃，我哋以前即係香港就會有姐姐幫手誒湊、呃、我哋啊咁樣，咁但係都即係媽咪就會誒、呃、會比起爹哋多多啲時間去陪我哋，咁所以可能 that's why 亦都嗰陣時阿 Jason 講到即係 mother daughter 嘅 relationship 會好啲咁樣，咁所以同爹哋係即係始終都會覺得有少少 distance 嘅，咁但係誒同埋係誒可能即係 traditional 嘅關係啦。我都覺得爹哋係比較誒諗嘢，可能係傳統少少啊，或者係、呃、古板少少，冇咁 open mind 嘅。咁所以其實就會好多位就係覺得啊，點解你唔 get 我哋嘅，或者係點解你點解你會咁古板嘅咁樣諗嘢咁樣。咁所以其實都都都幾搞笑個覺得。咁係到我哋大個，可能即係誒，嚟、呃、都 come to realise 係哦，佢兩個女大個啦。诶、呃，佢其实反而而家系，即系好多位系，虽然我都会有时候都<笑>有啲有啲同爹哋讲嘅时候有啲惊啊，少怯啊咁样咧。但系即系我唔系话我好惊佢嗰种啊，我我少少唔系好知道点样去，好似即系仲系有少少少去 distance 但系我觉得系好好少嘅啫，比起以前细个。咁而家咧，佢就会诶、呃、听诶、呃，你会发觉其实佢真系会好耐心地听我哋两个讲嘢咯。即系我哋会可能分析啲嘢俾佢听，解释俾佢听啊，点解点解会咁样啊咁样，即系可能 Richard 以前细个即系同一件事，佢以前细个就会觉得喂你哋你哋错啊，你哋唔啱啊，诶点点点啊，但系而家佢真系会去听我哋去讲咯。咁我觉得呢个系诶嗰个即刻嘅 changes 啦，同埋系诶我哋同即系系咯同爹哋嘅妈咪嘅 relationship 啦，我都觉得我爹哋妈咪冇 push 我嘅。<笑>我就系嗰啲咧成绩唔好嗰啲人嚟嘅，咁<笑>我我我由细到大即系诶，我谂我我 parents 都 come to realise 呢个女读书唔系好得，<笑>所以咧佢从来冇 push 过我去话啊，你一定要攞几多分啊，其实佢啦啊，甚至即系其实我好记得嗰阵时诶诶、呃呃，香港中学嘅时候咧，佢都有讲过佢话升到班就得噶啦。你唔需要，好好惨你升到班就得噶。你唔需要去攞高分，因为可能佢都知我嘅性格就唔系嗰啲好叻读书啊咁样。但系可能我就系比较摩叻
呃、做嘢可能会劈 up 得快啲啊！嗰啲，然之后你不停咁样灌灌啲落嚟坐我脑度呢，我係唔得嘅，我会癫嘅咁样嗰啲。即系尤其是我谂香港嘅嗰种到而家都系呢，应该系就香港嗰种所谓嘅填鸭式教育呢，系唔系好适合我嘅。我系即系我系反而真系过到嚟加拿大读 high school 嘅时候呢，先系觉得哇呢、这个先系真正我，即系我先可以系读书，我先至可以。誒攞高分咯嘅嗰種，咁所以即係我我我同我妹就係呢個 difference， 我妹讀書係好叻，我妹佢係 push 佢自己 push 得好嘅咁樣，但係我係我係第一我 push 唔到我自己，第二我都知我 parents 唔會 push 我咯。咁同埋我都好，即係我諗係誒，亦、呃、都因為我爹哋媽咪做嘢嘅緣故啊，佢哋嘅即係嗰時嘅工作啦，其實我覺得我好慶幸就係、是、誒、呃，我有去，我覺得我個。眼界上都闊嘅，即係相比起可能同一齊、呃、成長嘅 background 差唔多一樣，喺香港讀書啊，其他嘅朋友呢，我覺得我睇嘅嘢可能會比佢哋多少少，因為可能媽咪係會、呃、因為媽咪以前佢嗰份工作係需要去誒嗰啲叫做出差，咁其實呢，佢只要如果佢係。誒出差去誒中國內地嘅話呢佢可以帶到我哋呢。咁我哋啲時間又可以同佢 match， 其實佢係誒可以帶我哋出去一齊去咁樣。咁所以即係我覺得其實呢啲咁樣嘅嘢就係你由細去 build up， 你點樣去誒、呃、你個眼界去睇多啲呀。咁所以我覺得係即係好慶幸，即係我媽咪佢有咁樣去 bring up 我哋咯。細個嘅時候 ，Yeah，thanks for sharing。Like I think about。The moment in the film when May's dad opens up the camcorder and sees how happy May is as her red panda, and and he has this moment. I mean, throughout he's always been kind and gentle and supportive, but there was this moment where you could see his complete acceptance of who she was when he said, "You know, maybe she doesn't need to lock herself up because I haven't seen my daughter so happy." And yeah, like I think. I think for for the dads, kind of as as they've been described right now,、um, there's this sense that you know they might be more traditional and they might have higher expectations. But some of you have mentioned that your parents didn't really push you, and I'm wondering, you know, was that a function of their personality? Was that because you guys ever pushed back on them?、Um, like, yeah, like I I don't know why and how. How do you feel that that has given you freedom to become who you are today? And I, and I ask this because I think there's a lot of parents out there who feel like without my intervention, my child will fail. Without my intervention, they will not be motivated to succeed. And sometimes I think the the reverse of that is actually true. Oh no, parents! No, side or die, don't move out. 真係好管我哋話，你一定要行我 plan 呢條路，點點點點點。即係我覺得佢哋係 more like 去 nurture 啦，即係佢哋係係係，佢哋、嗯、會係託住我哋咯。但係佢唔係真係去包實我哋咯。我覺得、嗯、即係如果我要咁樣形容，咁所以我相信即係每一個家長都好唔同，每一個成長嘅誒嘅嘅嘅人嘅 background 都好唔同。但係係咯，我我我 parents 就係咁樣咯。咁我亦都好 grateful for 佢哋嘅呢一种方式咯，即系我相信我都系嗰啲，你冇逼我啊，你逼我好癫噶，你逼我啊，我打你啊，系<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑>啊，即、就、系、是
系咯，即系我我都系即系你睇你阿妈个肚出嚟，所以阿妈定知你谂咩嗰啲啦。<笑>所以所以我觉得我妈系都几几几 understand 我同我妹嘅性格咯，即系佢都知我佢两个女系。逼得系会，我系真系会，你俾我唔理你。Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a sense, they didn't really push you because they knew there's there's no point. 系啊，佢都 push 唔到啊，因为读书太差噶啦。你点啊？点啊？得喎，真系做唔到啊！咁样，咁佢真系会，我谂佢可能都知道，即系你咁样会弄巧饭著，你继续 push 都冇用。Yeah， 只会只佢只会去去咗另外一个诶 side 去，可能系唔好啊咁样，佢都无谓去。How about for you, Samson? You also mentioned your parents didn't really push you, and you kind of you you appreciated it, but you. 有次咧，我觉我记得我即系我我成阿我阿妈睇好多书嘅睇小说，咁呢个我 pick up from 阿妈，咁我都好开心。跟住咧，有次咧，佢我哋两个都喺度睇书啦。跟住佢话：我系咪要叫你做嘢咧？其实，跟住我都我。<laughs> Was that when you were very young, or no, grade nine, grade ten? Okay, yeah. yeah, just finding your moments to be able to relax together. Yeah, I yeah. That actually leads into one of my questions: How you know sometimes the relationship between parents is that children are seen as a narcissistic extension of their parents. Like you know, what I couldn't do as a child, I want you to accomplish. Who I couldn't be, I want you to become. My sense is that that wasn't exactly what you guys experienced growing up. But have you observed any of that, or maybe it does resonate with you? Um. So my parents never really had that sort of mindset. Like they never really. Said that you know when I couldn't accomplish, I want you to accomplish for me, right? So they never really had that sort of limitation for me. That just kind of let me explore my own path, like just to try and see if it would work out for me. And if it didn't, then I would just kind of、uh, find my own way, I guess. So they never really had that expectation for me. I think. I think though, what's interesting now that I think about it is that I kind of. Have that own expectation of myself that I need to do something for my parents,、mm-hmm. even though they never had that kind of expectation.、Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like the reverse almost.、Mm-hmm. I don't know how that I don't know how that happened, but it it just happened, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they may have thought because I I actually I didn't realize I remember there are several moments. Once、uh, when I was very young, I asked my dad.、Uh, 爸爸，我第時唔想做旅行社啊咁樣，跟住 ，and then he was， 即係佢都冇諗過，點解點解做旅行社啊？我想問，做旅行社。哦 ，I don't know where I got that idea from， 即係 you have to do whatever， 即係係咯 ，your your dad is a farmer， 即係繼承繼承衣缽。Yeah yeah yeah yeah。跟住 ，another moment was um。佢有一次呢，就話：啊，我哋誒、呃，我哋呢一即係個個 extended family family 會唔會出一個科學家呢？咁樣？跟住啊，得，得 stupid 啊！咁樣係啦，即係誒 ，I somehow I remember this， 即係佢真係講過一次咗，所以可能
uh, these kinds of things stick in your mind. Did I see it as a pressure or something? Well, I'm not a scientist. That's really fascinating how you bring up the career thing. Um, my mother trained to be an English teacher in university. I also trained to be an English teacher in university. My uh, father studied computer science and worked as a systems analyst. My brother also like studied computer science and became a programmer, but it was never asked of us. And I, and I think we have taken, I mean, I've taken on different routes. My mom later trained to work with special needs kids. I now work with special needs kids. Mm. So it's, it is interesting. Like I, yeah, haven't, haven't given that as much thought. Um, but yeah, what about, what about you, Chloe, in terms of how do you handle your parents' expectations? Um, obviously in like future career paths, I think my parent, like my dad has told me multiple times that, um, he would like me to be just like any career, but like professionally, mm -hmm. like he wants me to be professional in like something like, for example, like, oh, engineer or doctor or like a lawyer or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that, but like, he didn't really like say like, like he didn't really like he just says like you just need to be professional in something like you need to be focused on one thing like mm -hmm. as your main career yeah it doesn't matter what can, can it i is. ask how why do you think that is the case like have you ever questioned why he, he would want you to be a professional and maybe not explore other career opportunities because that's a pretty um it's a pretty standard parental yeah. mm -hmm. kind of expectation, at least in our uh, Asian, culture, yeah. in our culture, yeah. So, have you ever given that much of a thought? Um, I think he wants me to, like, you know, have a stable job, make a living for myself in the future, because, like, like for like he, my dad thinks that like stuff like um for. Like for example, work uh, volunteering at a shelter or something. Like he might think that that job is like not really that stable, and like I feel like what he wants for me is for me to make um like a good amount of income and then like you know have a like good life on my own, you know. Yeah, like I think he's hoping that through his expectations you will reach some level of success and independence in your life. Yeah. Um, speaking about expectations, my mom never really set career expectations for me. And um, I, I I remember every year in undergrad, during the fall, I would get super anxious about what I was doing with my life and what I would do in the future. And I would always ask her like, oh, I don't know, should I study this? Should I study that? And she'd be like, it's your choice. It's your choice. And I think 
maybe towards the latter years, I finally asked her, well, mom, why weren't you ever like those Chinese parents who told their kids what to do? At least I would know what to do. And she's like, fine, go be a lawyer. And I was like, (laughs) that's funny. And I was like, no, never mind. (laughs) So, yeah. Question for all of you. How were or how are emotions handled in your family? Chloe? Um, I would say emotions, like in terms of my family, emotions weren't really handled very well. Like, like mm, my parents would like, you know, my dad would kind of like maybe not talk to us or like my mom would throw a fit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk about emotions, I think, like I mentioned previously. It's funny because we are so used to, like, in where we are now, we're kind of used to sharing our emotions. But I don't know if that's the same for our parents who may have grown up differently or come from different countries, experience different things. So whenever we have this conversation, like, just generally with other friends and stuff, it makes me think like maybe their parents are also weren't as open to them. So they don't really know even how to do it with their own children. Right. So that's always kind of the thing or the thought that runs across my mind. And maybe it's up to us as kids who are now kind of understanding that this is kind of healthy to do this, to be able to do it with them, like kind of like in the reverse, I guess. So that that's kind of like one thought I had in mind. My parents do kind of um, show their emotion like with action. So you, they don't won't tell you like I love you. They'll probably like do something to represent that, like cook a good meal, um, tuck you in in at bed at night or something. You know, <laughs> exactly like you know that kind of thing. So I mean, like it, it's with action and or your fists um, and. I didn't really learn how to talk about my emotions until my 20s. So I didn't even know it was a thing, to be quite honest with you. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know it was a a normal thing to do with your family, your friends. And I think it was the first time in university. And this is a shameless plug for Across U-Hub. But I'll do it anyways. It was my first time when I went to leadership camp in my 20s. And I was in a group with other people. And then it was one of those heart-to-heart sessions where we would gather, talk about things in our lives and share our struggles, everything, right? But the problem is that like, you don't really know these people. So then it was kind of like, why would I ever share my emotions or things that are on my mind with these people? But for some reason they just did. And I think that was the first time I realized that, oh wow, like I have emotions that I can share. And it was like very interesting to me that we could be able to do this because I had never done that before and I didn't know it was a thing. So I think after that moment of being able to come out and share some of the things on your mind and it made me feel like, you know, not so alone. Like usually when you're not able to share or experience this, it's almost like you're dealing with it alone and Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, I'm not the only one that has these sorts of things. So it makes you feel a lot better. And I think after that experience, we went out for dinner And I started sharing with my parents and I don't know how they felt about that because it was probably the first time I ever kind of opened up about like the good and bad things in my life. And never since then 
I've kind of enjoyed it like a lot. So I just do it now. So it's become the norm in my life. Whereas before it was very uh, different. Wow. So Colin, it almost sounds like you were the one as the child who started the emotional conversations in the family. I think it takes, I think it requires us as children who grew up in this generation to really almost teach our parents that sharing our emotions is okay. And that whether it be good or bad, it's just part of life, right? So we don't always have to put up like a facade to, to, to appeal to other people. But I think for them, they don't understand that because they probably grew up in a generation and, and um, culture is not really that uh, looked upon to do that, to, to, to share with your friends and relatives and that kind of thing. So it, it is quite different. And I think it is our responsibility almost to, to teach them that because mm-hmm. they really don't know any better sometimes. I hear so much care and compassion and consideration from what you're sharing, Colin. Thank you. Among among back to the movie. Uh, they they are sort of a nuclear family, right? In, in Toronto, and the relatives are not usually there. relatives close And and my you know my mom's family they the way we we take handle emotions are really the same and so it's not just one parents that was living like this it was a whole you know a dozen relatives that were handling emotions in the same way and yeah so so hello it's not all, all pervasive. Whereas where I grew up, it was everyone, most of my they they talk like that, they, they, they have feelings the same way. Or Can you describe a bit of how they handled these kinds of emotions? Oh, I was evading the question. <laughs> It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were really strong. They don't show it. What do you mean by strong? Oh, okay. Uh, they were really tough. Is that a better word? Like, like they, they hold, they hold in their emotions. Yeah, They're not. It's not so. expressed. Poker face. Yeah, they, they, they go. They, they solve. They, they handle the issue. They don't handle the emotion. Oh, that's a, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get yeah, it. And and I was quite good at it too. I I went through leadership camps without handling my emotions. So you would be very good yeah, at was, playing poker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I went to similar camps at, as the ones you mentioned, Colin, but I could do it without handling emotions. So I think what you're referring to here is emotional stoicism. And, and it's this idea that there's a lack of emotional engagement. And it's often embedded in a lot of Chinese, Canadian, Asian American families. Um, And one perspective I've read about it is like, you know, it often arises, this kind of emotional responding arises out of trauma. And so right now you're thinking about the families in Ukraine, they're living comfortable lives and suddenly, bam, 
They have to run for their survival. There's no space for emotions to be processed or expressed. You literally have to get out to save your life. And so it makes me think back, like, you know, like in our own families, what traumas have they faced? What burdens have they carried such that they weren't able to share those emotions, such that they had to be locked up deep inside? And and as you say, Samson, like it's it's your entire family. It's intergenerational. It goes on and on. So, yeah, like I think I think we don't have some of those answers, but it is up to us to, as Colin says, to to bring this back into our families. Hmm. <laughs> 媽咪不開心的時候真的會不開心<笑><笑> 可能因為爹地媽咪的影響 Let go,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,我的,
So at the end of the movie, Ming, the mom, um, gets her her chance to really come to accept Mei for who Mei is. And she, she tells Mei, don't hold back for anyone. The farther you go, the prouder you'll be. And I think as a child, like that's that's what we need to hear from our parents, right? The fact that we are fully accepted and and it's okay to go, to move on, to to be different from who our parents are and to be different from who our parents want to be. And and I think it's all our hopes that we will make our parents proud. So thanks again for joining us today. Visit us on Instagram, send us questions, leave feedback, offer suggestions. We value your input. And tune into our podcast for some more good times. <laughs>